Woof, woof, woof. Another episode of Les Sportsbet non-chasers here on SEN Track and for Sportsbet, of course. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning if you uh, are listening uh, at a later time. Here you are, the non-chasers. I'm your host, Paddy Garshagan. Shagger, Kenny, how are we, gentlemen? Going well. Paddy, listeners, how's it going? Yeah, it's going pretty well. Another, another week in lockdown, you know, but... <laughs> A week's a long time in sport, a week's a long time in the greyhound racing industry, but a week's an even longer time in lockdown, I can rest assured tell you that. How have we been coping? Have we been getting through, been jagging winners or not? It was a couple of handy results last night, I'd say. Um, yeah. I'd say everybody back hooked on some cotch last night, so I'd say there'll be a lot of happy punters out there. It was. And maybe a few got on the Punga Daniel last yep. night at Big Odds, uh, tipped up here. Last week. Well done. Like, but, fa- but fell over Saturday night, of course. But yeah, you just got to keep following. See, that, was, liked, that was party tip. That, that, well, tip no, he likes this because th- you may have noticed there was no montage this week. <laughs> <laughs> we, we booted home seven winners last week. We had the montage. We had advice coming in on Twitter saying, you know, maybe tip up in 30, 40, 50 races and then surely you'll hit the trigger point of four races, four winners for a montage. No, nah, we won't. And we uh, said, nah, stuff that. We'll stick to our guns and we'll we'll go for another big haul. We want the strike we'll grit. Put the net in the sea and try and bring in a big haul. And we <laughs> and we pulled up the yabby net and there was nothing. Well, there was what? No. There was a couple. We got the tips off the top. That's the thing. It's all started well. Both yeah. of you jagged your tips off the top last week. I got too excited and I started multiing all the other selections <laughs> for Saturday. I was like, this this is it. This is the first time we go through the entire card. But. It started like a house on fire, but no, we did not hit the magical four winners for, for a montage. Boys, why? Why? <laughs> Bit of bad luck. Um, <laughs> well, the, uh, anything I tipped seemed to just, or uh, aside from the tip off the top, um, just seemed to blow the start. Mapunga Daniel, um, Tommy Shelby, yeah, both failed to get away well. And uh, yeah. Um, I'm happy enough. I got the tip off the top. First winner, Cannington. Mermaid Minnelli was $10, told to play Savvy, came second. I'll not complain. I'll go home and make my own montage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy Shelby ran second. Very the big impressive. Peters, very impressive. I've sort of seen he's already got home and been treated to a 24-pack of chicken McNuggets uh, <laughs> upon arrival back in Perth. I hope he's going to do his two weeks quarantine. Did you see that? I saw the video. That seems to be a thing in WA where they just feed their dog Mac- Maccas after they win. Is that a thing in Australia or massive is it WA? Thing. I know a few people who, who feed... Um, we feed greyhounds like soft serves and, and cheeseburgers and stuff. What, why is it? <laughs> they love it. Oh, yeah. It's a good treat. Let the dogs run well. Let them know he's doing well. And oh, so I don't know about ice cream. <laughs> a little treat on the way home. Spot on. The nuggets would just be so perfect. Imagine a dog just winning at Warrigal and then on the way home just yeah. going, come on, drive through time. Running there. And then it's, it's easy for a dog to eat. That can't be bad for them, eh? Nah, be grand. I wonder if they actually start recognizing the big M, the big McDonald's sign, and get excited. What's, if you were a Tommy Shelby, what sauce would you put on your nuggets? <laughs> I don't actually know the McDonald's sauces because I don't go there. What? <laughs> I've never won a race. What sauces would oh, you? I, I never have sauce if I. Uh, oh, don't, yeah, dry. No. You, don't have, you don't have sauce on your nuggets? Oh, no. Shagger. Very yeah. healthy team here at the moment. Mind you, I don't really. I don't eat sauce. So- I don't have no. sauce on my nuggets either, and there might be some vitriol coming our way. But <laughs> I only have tomato. I'll only have tomato sauce on chicken nuggets, whereas yeah. people have like the sweet and sour yeah. and the honey mustard and all that crap. I'm just a straight down the line, straight talk tomato <laughs> sauce sort of operator. I like it. 
Um, all right. Well, we've we've talked our way out of no montage by talking about chicken nuggets. So well done, boys. Um, non chasers multi also went down the gurgle. <laughs> That's <was> discreet. <laughs> now this is the third time it's missed since we've been doing this show on SEN track. We've probably done about nine or so weeks now, so we're still going at a big, big strike rate here. And yeah, they are nice juicy odds, but this one just didn't want to get up for us. Yeah, un- un- unbelievable. I actually thought it was probably one of the best bets we've ever put up, and <laughs> it just didn't work out. And you know whose bloody leg was the only one to get up? Well, he is He is the jinx of the group. Like, yeah. when we all lose, he wins, and when we all win, he's... Uh, yeah, old man, buddy, fuddy-duddy gunner, <laughs> sitting down there in his little rocking chair in, in uh, Geelong, getting angry with everyone who's coming down to his patch, going to his pubs. He's probably the one who's responsible for getting everyone to check their um, their driver's license when they come down. Um, now we'll get Gunner on again today for a fat dog investigation. He tells me he has, uh, well, his inquiries have led him to another dog, um, which is very exciting. But it also is a nice little lead into the guest today, Kenny, because the guest today is a fella by the name of Wally Harkins, yep. who used to train... Yeah. Now let me just stress the word "used" to train the dog Dynavirion, which which tipped the scales at forty one kilos. Yeah. Last week, so we, you know, our inquiries led us towards him. We thought we'll try and get him on the phone, see what he feeds him, and it just so happens that Dynavirion is no longer trained by Wally Harkins as of yesterday. I, well, I think yeah, in the last few days, and I'm sure he'll explain more on the phone. But um, I think he still had him when we talked about him last week. I'm not. I don't have the full details, but I'm. I'm sure he'll fill us in. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the the guest stable here at the Non Chasers is just all encompassing. It's got a bit of everything. Group one winners, fat dog owners, fat dog trainers. This bloke's been doing it since he was 15. I can't wait to talk to him. That will be after the break. Um, boys, tip off the top. Sensitive of time. Yours is jumping very soon, Shagger. What do you got for us? Uh. Race 11 at Warrigal, Sacred Path. I think it's going to get the job done there. So um, should it's jumping at uh, 10.15, I believe. So Sorry. should be in time to get Warrigal on. Warrigal on a Friday night. Mm. Mm. It's the place to be. Where's the Maccas on the way home from Warrigal? Oh, absolutely no <laughs> idea. <laughs> no? Couldn't tell know. you. We're not allowed out there. there be able to tell us. Uh, Kenwado, you got your tip off the top out west? Yeah, we're going all out here. We're going for a double, um, but we're going to be doing a lazy double. I'm just putting up the last two winning tips off the tops I had. Um, Risk five, box six, Mermaid Minnelli, and Risk seven, box three, Buster Lebrut. Um, the double should pay out at around 3.50. Um, it's, this is a good So bet. when's the first leg jumping? Uh, 25 past 10, Risk five. And then the second leg? It's Risk seven. Which is what time? About 11 or something, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know off the top okay. of my head. Right. <laughs> Two um, races so a little later. double. So like you, long, get your double on before race five, and yep. that's all you need. There's your little there's your little treat there for the listener. Yeah. Kenny just stepping up to the plate. Good uh, yep. tip we, off the top form. We have a good confidence rating on that one as well. It should go well. <laughs> good confidence rating. Uh, find him a little Michael Dublé for a tip off the top. Now, Kenny. Yeah. Um, catch the thief. <laughs> now... You had I've actually your, forgotten. You had your ownership share um, fourth in a group one last Saturday, Vic Peters. Yeah. Um, Maddie Clark was on the show a few weeks back and actually talked up old Playlist, who's yeah. gone on to win. Funnily enough, I put Playlist in the non-chasers multi three weeks ago and it doesn't place and now it goes and wins a group one. So that's yeah. um, typical non-chaser behavior by myself. 
at a not very chalky price as well. Not by playlist. But no, congratulations to Maddie Clark and the team down there in Briagalong for jagging their Group 1 winner with Playlist. But can you please tell us how much you've won with your 1% share um, with your Catch the Thief running fourth? I, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't received my check yet, but um, I'm expecting that 50 cents or so <laughs> in the post sometime soon. <laughs> Seriously, is, is it no more than 50 cents? I've no idea. What, do you uh, know it what was the prize 10K for thirds or fourth, maybe a couple of K, 1% of that. <laughs> I don't know. What is 1% of a couple of K? It's like when you get a quaddy. I'm you're glad just hopeful you- that, you, that, you, that someone does the maths wrong and then it just pays out a bit extra, but really it's only a couple of bucks. Yeah, I was glad you were looking at Chugger when you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? So, so no uh, King's Ransom here to, um, to, to write home about. Unfortunately but Have you not. still got the ownership? Or was it just for that race? No, it was a bit of fun for the weekend. <laughs> oh, so it's not. It was just for one race. Yeah. Kind oh, of damn it! I, it. <laughs> I thought it was a. I thought it was a forever. Oh, it was still. It was an exciting day. Um, but a banter going on on Twitter during the day, yep. slagging off Steve Woofers by Tommy Shelby, and he ended up running an absolute flyer. So I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> Didn't win though. Not, not, no, not no. a lead yet. Unlucky. Well, Tommy, um, boys, investigate. Actually, no. Before we go to the investigation. A couple of little questions have flown across the desk on uh, on Twitter. Right. Uh, this one's from uh, at the real Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, "Boys, love the show. Long time listener, first time tweeter. Grit. Um, I would like to know who would win a greyhound race if it was only one hundred meters long." I'm sure Donald Trump said, would say that he would, but um, <laughs> I would go with Mozza. Yep. He, um, I think he's got the, the fastest split at Cannington. He, he's a, he just pings the lids every time he runs, so yep. early speeds everything. Yeah, okay. I'm going to stick with Simon Told Helen. Simon Told Helen. Just, yeah, just think it's got great burn. Mozza's um, going to be one Yeah, might not get the, the actual jump. On uh, on some others, but yeah, his muster up speed's incredible. And stripping this right back, how long would a hundred meter greyhound race take? Oh, a couple of five, seconds, five or six, six seconds. seconds. <laughs> would the caller get enough time to actually call it? You could. Oh, the callers in Australia would. Would they? Yeah. <laughs> Where would they Pete, not? Happy would be all over that. Like, <laughs> 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 Done. Great win. Great win. Barnstorming run from uh, Mozza. Okay. I want to see that race, actually, because I think Mozza would win that yeah, race. It would. Pretty handy. Hey, this think is it on the full of McLeod. I want to see it, too. I want to see a 100-metre greyhound race. Don't at me for it. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be a spectacle. I'm sure listeners out there do, too. All right. Uh, another question. Let's come across the desk. Um, this one's from At Full Credit to the Boys. says, um, Boys, I noticed that the AFL Grand Final is now favourite to be at the Gabba. And I noticed that they used to do greyhound racing at the Gabba on the grass back in the day in the 90s. Do you know any other places where they used to do greyhound racing? Yeah, my, my bloody hometown. Um, my local track closed down last year. The Lift, the, the, the Lifford Greyhound Stadium. Yep. Um, yeah. Where's that? It's in Donegal, northwest, northwest of Ireland. Um, yeah, they ran out of money last year, basically. <laughs> Such a sad tale. A gr- great track, because one stage like probably the second best track in Ireland after Shelburne. And, and then they just got... It never recovered from the recession, so uh, we're having to travel with our dogs now. Well, that's a shame. Well, there's your Irish answer. Uh, full credit. Um, Shagger, you got one a little bit more local. Yeah, well, um, 
for the Melburnians may remember uh, Olympic Park. Yeah, used to, yeah, used to, oh, that used would to be. have the dogs zipping around. That would be so good if they still had the, the dogs there. Yeah, you get oh. so many people to the dogs. Yeah, if they still it was a ripping track. Park. I used to like. I used to love when we raced there and having to leave early from yeah. school to get down to Olympic Park. Um, so that yeah, a few few good exits do, from school early and. I yeah. do remember. Any others? Um, yeah, well, I'll, Shep obviously still have a track, but that has relocated. They used to have one in the centre of town at the yep. Shepparton and Showgrounds. Um, Wayne Garatta used to uh, race greyhounds. Um, and then another one that actually came up on our show, I think one of your um, one of your dogs, maybe a cat dog or something, um, had been racing at Appen. Appen? Yeah. Mm. What was that? I think it was a straight track um, yeah. in New South Wales. Yeah, Appen. Very fast, that app. Um, <laughs> like, like the sports app. Um, all right, boys, very good. Well answered questions. I like that. A little bit of a question without notice. Um, let's go to our lead investigator on the fat dog case. Uh, very good, Patty. That music's always very eerie on a foggy day such as today. So you like it, don't you? It's uh, do. one of your favourites. Well, you know what it means. It means that the pressure is on you to tell us, are there any updates on Fat Dog? Uh, fat Dog? I've, I've gone through my archives and I've, I've dug, dug out a um, another challenger to the uh, to the podium here, Patty. Okay. Um, a dog that's no longer racing, last raced on uh, Christmas Eve, which might explain uh, some of the fat dog traits. Yep. But uh, a, a dog called Friend Me uh, last raced, uh, as I said, on, on uh, Christmas Eve at, at Warrigal. What was it called again? Um, friend in Me. Friend in Me. Well, no wonder it's so fat because it's got a and, uh, friend in me. What, weighed in at uh, 43.1 kegs at its last start. 43.1 <laughs> kilos. And then last Christmas Day, just sent them over the edge. Yeah, what yeah. happened on Christmas Day? I think Christmas Day would have got into the uh, Schmackos pudding. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe a bit of uh, turkey stuff with Schmackos. And yeah, I'd, maybe, maybe it's up around the 50 kilo mark now. Who, who knows? But uh, it actually, it looks like it tapped out at uh, 44.2 as its max during its racing oh. career. So that's, uh, that's a large beast. That is um, about 30% of me at the moment. Um, I, know why, so, I know why it's so big. Why is it so big? It got the full spoils of the litter. It was the only one. Really? The litter. No way. <laughs> okay. Well, mate, well, who trains it? Uh, it was with uh, Wendy Fasoli. Wendy Fasoli. Uh, Wendy Fasoli. She's now on the hit list um, to get in touch with. So 43.1 kilo. And what, this retired happily now? Is it in the gap? Is it, you know, where 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 is that? That's so boy. Oh, I don't have any more details okay. than uh, than just retired. So um, anyway, we'll uh... well maybe Wendy for solely we can uh, dig her up on Greyhound Data and give her a call next week and ask the whereabouts of old friend in me. Yes, we can. Nice work, nice work. How is Geelong, mate? Is it good? Uh, yeah, no doubt the no doubt the town would be a, a little bit sombre today after the pies touched us up last night. So shag is not too good. So. Yeah. Anyway, push on, and thankfully we don't have to watch that rubbish for about another 11 nights, so uh, so it'll give us a bit of a break. Yeah, nice little breather. Okay, um, give us your non-chasers multi-selection, please. 
Uh, multi-selection for this week is Captain Jake at the Meadows, race 12, number four. Looks a really good map for it. Look, uh, might uh, beat the dogs on its inside to the fence and looks at a dynamite close chance. Okay, sweet. Odds to plays, roughly? Uh, $1.40, I think. Ooh, nice. $1.40. Very good. And you're showing me the money now. We, we uh, made radio history last week when we asked you this because you had no idea what to say. But have you got <laughs> something for us this week? Yeah, not the first time I've had no idea of what to say, but I'm going with easy choice in a heat of the fireball. Race five, number two. Um, got a lot of speed, this dog. There are some question marks about it at the 700, but it's been running really good times over the over the staying uh, trips at Bendigo, and if it can see at the 700, it might be hard to catch uh, in a tough little race there, but easy choice, race five, number two at the Meadows. Price? I think it's about four fifty, wasn't it, Shaga? Oh, I'm not sure yeah, that meets criteria standards. Yeah, I'm gonna have to cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> that's not me. It, you know what? If he does get it, then it just will be ineligible. It'll be, in, oh, it'll be, in, it'll be ineligible for the montage. Yeah, um, it depends on the drifter. Not if it goes off five dollars, yeah, we'll give it to him. Oh. If it goes off four ninety, then that, yeah. he doesn't get in the montage. Yeah, you're flying close to the sun, Gunwado. All right, mate. Well, thank you. Well, can't we just say that Shagger put it up at $5 and it's been a uh, five-point firmer? Shagger doesn't get it wrong. Yeah, no, Shagger <laughs> does not get it wrong. Give me a strike for that one. All right, mate. Have a good <laughs> evening. Uh, maybe on the red wines. Don't get too active on Twitter and we'll uh, and we'll see when we're looking at you, mate. Stay healthy and wash your hands. Take care. No worries. No worries, boys. Nice to talk to you. Hey, mate. See ya. All right, bye-bye. All right, boys. Let's take a breather. Oh, we've uh, got the pleasure of the uh, the hang-up on the phone as well. That's poor guest etiquette. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Wally Harkins. We got, we're going to ask him some real stuff, and mainly what was he feeding Dinah Virion back in the day. Plenty more race analysis. We've got some proper heats at the Meadows on Saturday night. We'll get our teeth into them. Um, and then a bit of fun at the end of the show. We'll be back after this on SDN Track. Welcome back to the non-chasers here for sports, but nice little three-legged dog here again today. No gunner once again. We just heard from him. That's irrelevant. And when, when he goes off the phone, he just pales into insignificance because it's all about the guest time today. Now, old Kenny has gone on the old Greyhound Data website and dug up a phone number of a man by the name of Wally Harkins in South Australia who, until yesterday, owned what we thought was the fattest dog in Australia. And we've got him on the line to talk all things that and his story, and he's got some gun dogs, Sir Truculent as well, going around in the heats tomorrow night. Wally, you there, mate? Good evening, guys. How have you been? How, how, how's everything over there in SA? Very quiet at the moment. I haven't got any dogs. Ah. <laughs> well, we, we noticed this. We, 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 got in, we wanted to get in touch with you to talk about Dinah Virion. And Sir Truculent. And Sir Truculent. And Sir Truculent. Dinah Virion... You may not be privy to it, Wally, but we are on the quest to find Australia's fattest racing dog. And we noticed that Don Averian checked the scales at, you know, regularly over the 40 kilo mark. What were you feeding him? <laughs> a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's a big boy. He's just, and he can just eat all day and night, you know. But uh, he wasn't actually fat. He was in quite good nick, actually. But the, he's just so big. You yeah. can hardly get your leg over him. <laughs> Did he enjoy a little trip to McDonald's on the way home from the track? No, not McDonald's. I'm not a fan of them. Hungry Jacks for the ice cream. <laughs> better, better nuggets um, at Hungry Jacks. Mate, how did you get into how did, Greyhound Racing? How did you get into the whole uh, the whole caper? 
Uh, as a 15-year-old, I was working with a couple of lads in a furniture factory, and um, I used to knock around with them on weekends, and uh, they used to work on cars, and I wasn't interested in cars, and uh, their dad had a few greyhounds in the shed, so I used to go in there and talk to him and help him cut up the meat and everything and take him for a walk around the block. And He was a knowledgeable old guy. He was an Irishman and trained back in the old country. And... Um, yeah, I just loved the dog. I just thought they were such gentle creatures and and very friendly and, you know, I couldn't understand why they had to wear a muzzle. Uh, but he explained all that and in the end I, I got a couple of giveaway dogs and he trained them for me and uh, and then quite a few years later when I was old enough, I took out my licence. So you're based in South Australia. You don't have any dogs at the moment, as we heard before. You've Dynavarian's been, um, been sent elsewhere and Sir Truculent's over in Victoria, where who is Sir Truculent actually registered to at the moment, and what's the story behind you know you not technically being the trainer at the moment? Well, what happened was I um, I bred the dog, yep. and uh, I bred the whole litter and sold them all. And the guy who bought Sir Truculent said to me, "Oh, can you arrange rearing? And uh, if the dog's good enough, you can train it for me." And he lived in New South Wales. I said, "Okay." So I um, got Troy Murray to rear the dog for me. I brought him home, got him ready for breaking in, and he broke in all right. So uh, brought him back, and I was training him. But um, after, I don't know, 20 runs or something, the owner had some personal problems and wanted to sell him. Um, so I bought the dog off him, and uh, I haven't looked back, really. And you, you, you couldn't get over here to Victoria just to see him run around in, in the heats or you'll reserve uh, that maybe for the... With uh... all the restrictions and everything <laughs> yeah. and, you know, if I come back, I've got a quarantine for 14 days. Plus, I've got a, a crook knee that I've had for a while. I'm waiting on a knee replacement. I thought, well, it won't do any harm to send him to someone else. And um, Steve White, I've known for a little while and I had a few friends that have had dogs with him recommend him. And after chatting to him, um, we're both on the same page as far as what we like to do with our dogs. So I thought I'll bite the bullet and send him to Steve. So how, how's that? If you've got, I think, did you have four dogs in your in your kennel there a couple of weeks ago and now you've got none, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. I had Dinah Virion and Dinah Smokey. Yeah. And Dinah Smokey was around 37, 38. Ooh. And they were both very strong dogs. And, um, you know, I'd done what I could with them. And I said to the owners, you'd be better moving these dogs on. I said, because I'm not doing justice with them being so strong and me having such a weak knee. Yeah. And uh, so they were quite good about it. And I think they sold one to Rockhampton and the other one went down the southeast. And then I had, um, I just had uh, Barney here. And uh, so I sent him over to Steve. I thought I'd have a bit of a break. Now, Wally, you've, you've been in the game a long time. Is Sir Truculent the best dog you've ever had? Or is there any other dogs that uh, stand out throughout I've, the years? I've had some handy ones, but, you know, I really think now, especially over the last month or so, He's proven to me he's the best I've ever had by mile. At what point did you sort of think to yourself, this dog's a stayer? Was yeah, that pretty early on? or It took him a while to actually get on. into his Yeah, uh, because um, when he used to try, when he was going over 400, he was coming out in 470, you know, and really to be competitive, you've got to come out about 440 or 50. He was coming out in 470, but he was running home quite strong. And there's a few old trainers down there that uh, I get on pretty well with and always listen to them for a bit of advice. Blokes like Peter Jovanovic, Mick Giannotis, uh, Vaughan Gray, those sort of guys. And they kept telling me from day one, mate, you got yourself a stayer. Nice. And I hadn't had many stayers over the years, but, um, 
yeah, they said they all said all along, you've got yourself a stayer, just treat him like a stayer. Yeah, and I, I'm sure he's treated you well as well with the, uh, the <laughs> amount of wins he's had at Angle Park. Um, oh, yeah, he's he's just a very nice dog, you know. He's very sensible, um, very laid back. Nothing seems to bother him. Uh, that's why I didn't hesitate to send him to Steve because he's not one of these dogs that would fret or anything like that, even though he's been with me all the time. Um, yeah, he's just a nice dog. And uh, he's a great dog to watch as well because he's one of those dogs that he doesn't like ping out, but he absolutely flies home and punters love those kind of dogs. And then I, over the last couple of months, his um, style of racing's been a lot better. He used to just like to rail, and when he used to rail, he'd get up to him and he'd be really starting his run and something would be getting his way and he'd run up the back of it. But now he goes between dogs, around dogs, inside dogs, everything he wants. Yeah, yeah. That, go underneath them as well, Wally. I'm a imagine. bit of racing now. That, actually, that night um, it was a night. I can't remember. Was he box it when he beat two times twice over six hundred? Oh well, I was pretty confident I dropped him back to the six hundred because yeah. before I stepped him up to the seven hundred, he had three runs over the six hundred for two wins in a second, and um, I knew that he was jumping better uh, since he'd been racing over the seven hundred. So I was pretty confident when I dropped him back to six hundred. And he came out and won the heat in the final with the Shane McQueen. Yeah, that, that was one of my favourite runs. And it was one of the rare occasions that we were able to get a price on him as well. Um, <laughs> exactly. Outside of your own kennel, and uh, you've been in the game so long, is there any other dogs that um, have been favourites of yours over the years? Uh, my favourite dog of all time is Bold Trees. Oh, I used to love watching Bold Trees. A similar yeah. dog. He's, he's made the, uh, many a montage here at the Non-Chasers uh, of Boldy Trees for his ability just to fly home real swift fantasy style wasn't it Wallace? that's right yeah there's another one i've seen for swift fantasy that was unbelievable <laughs> the way that used to run home um mate tomorrow night um how are you feeling with uh, sir truculent are you confident you can um you know proceed in get through the heats pretty comfortably quietly confident i can get into the final he all he has to do is uh, keep in touch early yep and for him, when I say keep in touch early, be within seven or eight lengths of the leaders. And hopefully coming to the home turn, be within four or five of them. I love that like level of confidence. <laughs> you, you, you know you've got a strong dog when being in touch early means being within seven lengths. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Well, his run home times at Angle Park have been outstanding. Yeah. Uh, a couple of runs, runs ago, he ran home in 12.99 over the 700. And I don't think in all my time in the dogs I've ever seen a dog do that. No, if you're doing like 13.30, you're a decent dog around there. Yeah, well, that's right, yeah. Very good. Well, mate, well, really appreciate your time for coming on. Um, so, truculent tomorrow night. We hope he can get the chocolates for you and proceed into the final. Dynaverion will keep a, a firm eye. You know, we'll, um, we'll be staking out around McDonald's as around South Australia, making sure he's not doing anything um, that he's not allowed to do and uh, getting too fat. Uh, but no, mate, we really appreciate your time um, taking it out, especially uh, with a bit of a time difference there over in South Australia. And uh, best of luck for everything. I hope everything goes well with that knee operation as well, Wally. So appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Wally. Thanks for having Thanks me on. on. Good on you, Wally. Cheers, Good luck. Wally. I love that, boys. Nice little, uh, got to hear from Wally. Good Kenny just got to wax lyrical about favourite stays in SA. And then he's just going to bomb down with Sir Tracklin tomorrow. Fantastic stuff. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more non-chasers on SEN Track. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers here for Sportsbet on SEN Track. And it's that time of the show. 
that time of the show. What should we do now? Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we shag? <laughs> Oh, it just makes you giggle. It makes you giggle. Shag Wado, Shags McKenzie. Now you've got ten races you need to get through here, so you are going to go helter skelter through the Meadows Carb. We've got Maturity Heats. We've got Fireball Heats. It's a lot of shagging. We got a lot of shagging. We got heats coming out of our eyeballs, mate. Uh, first heat, Maturity Heat number one. Take it away. Right, so that's race two, the Meadows. Um, look, we've got playlist here. Off the red again. He's uh, coming hot off the win in the Vic Peters, mm. um, where he had box one there as well. Um, so, look, he's going to go in favourite, but uh, he'll have a bit of competition from Aston Cade if if uh, he's backed near his best. He's an Australian Cup finalist and um, has had a little bit of a freshen up, so could come out and do anything. So that'll be an interesting matchup. Um, Dr. T- Dr. Tucker is also a good up and comer, but drawn badly there. Your tip? Uh, playlist. Playlist. Uh, maturity hit two. That's race three, and we've got Catch the Thief there, uh, the obvious pick. Um, interesting a bit of speed um, around those inside boxes. Aston Peroni's a great beginner. Um, and taken a pretty handy dog off the bo- off box one, but yeah, hard to look past catch the thief in that one. Fabriola's that, in fact, was a very good run last start, and we'll be making ground late, but awkwardly drawn. Catch the thief for tip. Yes, like it. Maturity heat three. Uh, this one's got Christo Bale. Uh, remember, I sort of banged my head against the wall a couple of times tipping that one w- with no success. Um, and then it's come out and just gone bang, bang and won the McKenna That's Memorial the way it always and final. Join the club. So, yeah, it's in fantastic form, dropping back to the 500s for the maturity here, but um, hard to look past it. Um, and look, I, I, I sort of think Keen Ando could uh, run a cheeky race there if he uh, gets a little bit of a... Little, little bit of a break in, box in, the run. in box four, yeah. So Deborah an awkward Coleman. draw, but um, yeah, don't mind him for a place. Christo Bale, the tip. Christo Bale, the tip. Like it, Chagger. Like it a lot. Maturity Heat four, which is race six on the card at the Meadows Saturday night. Getting the theme here, a tig along tonk. Yeah, we've just got these gun dogs um, seated really uh, well here. Uh, so tig along tonk, the standout pick here. He he is up against who told Stevie, um, but a bit of an awkward draw for Stevie. So he'll need to really step. Um, Aston Stealth drawn beautifully in box one, uh, good early pace. Expect it to run a place, but if tig along tonk gets a run, I think that's going to be really hard to beat. Struggling to get a win on the board recently on Who Told Stevie. Yeah. Right up there every race. Just, but yeah. Just he, he, he's he's very threatening. Um, and second, he, and third, second, who knows? second, third. Maybe this is the week. Where's a W? Who Maybe he's a non chesser. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely that's, not. That's a joke. I swear. Yeah, I know. But I like him. That was we'll a We'll get joke. David Byrne. Do need to see Kenny's <laughs> face as he said that. R to R to you. All right. Maturity Heat 5. Um. The next one, yeah, race eight. Uh, then here we, we have Simon Told Helen, just gun chaser. Um, drawn not ideally in box four, um, but, yeah, I, th- I think he's just going to make it make it through to win that one. Uh, Fire Legend drawn in the two. Um, we'll run a bit of a cheeky race. And Zipping Sullivan out wide, uh, 
pretty handy dog as well. But yeah, Simon Tolt, Helen, the class there. Heat six. Now, uh, you mentioned you were banging your head against a wall. Uh, there is a dog here called Wallbanger. <laughs> there is. You're not tipping it. No. Oh, I thought you had a penchant for a wall banging. <laughs> um, no, I think, um, yeah. Favorite look, here, Hard Soul Rico? Yeah, Hard Soul Rico um, in really, really good form. Uh, squiggle keeping definitely can run some time. Uh, not as uh, well away out of the boxes. Um, but, yeah, if it was to get a run, um, it'd be right up there. But, yeah, got to got to stick with Hard Soul Rico in that one. Maturity um, Heat 7. And for that one, oh, a really good matchup here. Jax Bale out in box six, Zambora Smokey out in the eight. Um, look, I think Jax probably has a better time in him, um, but can sometimes be, yeah, just just need a few strides to get going. And, and Zambora Smokey, uh, yeah, just wouldn't surprise me to, to see him yeah, zip around the outside there and, and potentially get a win. But yeah, look, Jax, Jax. Definitely the one to beat if he's uh, jumping well. Maturity Heat 9. Uh, eight, 8, sorry. Yes, uh, in race 11. And that's, uh, look, a couple of uh, pretty handy ones there. I think Ebby Infrared's the way I'm leaning, um, but does need to break well. Um, Houdini Boy, drawn down in box 2, will run some time if he gets clear running, but pretty slow in the early stages. So just going to rely on a little bit of luck with how they all space out through the run and um yeah but but my tip there will be ebby infrared infrared very nice now do you know what that pays if you multi all eight of them up to win oh no idea are you about to tell me the win multi pays 166 to one if you think they're all going to run a place two dollars 74 yeah all right give me the fireball stuff quickly all right. Chuck it down my throat. <laughs> All right. Fireball. Add these to the multi as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep them coming. Um, look, so the, the first heat's in race five. Uh, he Shall Power is favourite, drawn nicely in box one. Uh, Gunner had mentioned the dog Easy Choice, I believe, earlier. Um, really good early pace. Um, drawn in the two, expecting it to uh, lead. Um, True Detective, uh, some pretty good early pace as well. So expect a pretty good uh, battle between the two and the six in the early stages um, for the lead, but I think he shall power will have uh, the the better run home. Um, for Shona Crawford. Yeah, look, Blazing Cartier, obviously worth a mention, and, and Sunset Burbsky's been putting in some really strong run homes. So a um, few chances there, and it's top four qualifier for the final. So, um, yeah, expect those to you be know, You know what Greyhound Racing has given the world? Two alternatives to spell the name Shona. Oh, there you go. You got Shona Thompson and Shona Crawford, both <laughs> spelt differently. There's yeah. my little Pat's tidbit of the of the week. Uh, second heat for the fireball, as you just um, soothe the throat before you get into this. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's in race seven, and uh, look, we've got the the track record holder at Sandown at the seven fifteen here in box eight. Here's tears. Um, so currently favourite. He is far too short. <laughs> he um, should not be favourite. And, and we, we were just speaking to Wally, and I I just think Sir Truculent, if he Ooh. was to get a bit of a run, he did he's the exhibition trial. Yeah, he did the exhibition trial, and I tell you what, he's going to shave many lengths off that. Um, as long as the track's not absolutely saturated. Yeah, um, I, I want to give that tip my full backing as well. That's that's a good bet at four fifty. Yeah, okay. I, I, th I think um, I think Sir Truculent's a pretty pretty good bet. We've seen his tears sometimes. You know, finding it difficult in traffic. 
Um, so yeah, with you know uh, d- dogs that are going to get out ahead of it. Um, That's yeah, a polite way of saying it. Definitely, definitely <laughs> going to need to. Um, Excellent. Get a bit of luck in the run to make sure it's getting around. But um, yeah, look, there's Rockstar Beef, Bronz- Bronski Beat, um, and even my father's son drawn nicely on the rail. That yeah, all, all going to be good chances to qualify. Very good. Well done. But I'd probably yeah, Sir Truculent okay, would be the good. bet there. Okay. I would uh, think. Okay. Good stuff. Invest in the West, Kenny. <laughs> Right, I'm going to kick off with race two at Cannington. Um, we're going to start off with box four, Westdale Healy. Um, she ran an absolute flyer last week. I think she did around the 30-10 mark. Um, I think the track was a bit slow last week, so I think she can break 30 dead here. Um, she'll definitely do the best split. She'll do around the 540-545 mark. She should lead up fairly handy. The box is zero issue. Um, so my first tip is box four, Westdale Healy. I like that. And then I'm going to... Got the button for you. Forgot the button for Shagger, but that's all right. (laughs) I can't can't have 12 different um, groovy babies. Otherwise, I get a little bit long in the tooth here in the non-chasers. Yeah. Right. We're going to head to race six. Um, The best dog in this race is more deductions, but I just don't like his map here. He's got two really good dogs on his inside, Sir Monty and Kiss Me Linda. Um, So I think they're going to battle it out early and hopefully while they battle it out, Box one, Sunset Milo, who ran the best of the night last week. I'm hoping that can just fly off. Um, I think it'll be around the two fifty three dollar mark. Um, but we're going to go a step further here. In box two, we've got Blue Summer Sky, who will absolutely fly home. Um, so I'm going to go with box one, Sunset Milo to win, and box two, Blue Summer Sky for top three. Like it. Nice button press. Then we're going to go to race eight. In box eight here, we have... Fleck Minnelli. This is the 600-meter track record holder and also the 647-meter track record holder at Mandura. Um, I don't like this dog in box. It, it, it just needs the reel. Um, it, it's not going to be easy to get across through the reel in this race. So it's currently like $1.70 or something. This just opens up the betting market completely. Um, I think box two, Incredible Hero, is going to lead up here. And... Um, there's a dog in box five, which is going to go off about probably around $80 or something. Um, so I'm going to go for another same race multi. We're going to go for box two, Incredible Hero, top two, and Dina Oriental for top four. Um, if you want to be brave, actually put an Incredible Hero to win, but I'm just going to play it safe and go for top two. That'll that'll be a decent price. Oh, like it. Is that it? Yeah, that's well it. Well done. Good investing in the Westing. I like it. Let's take a quick break. Uh, can we just get one button pressed from you to make Absolutely. your jagger? Thank you. Yeah, baby. Just to make sure your tips are all bona fide. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back with more on chases to wrap it all up after this. <coughs> Welcome back to the non chases, the final little bit. Dog food. Oh, chum is so chumpy. You get carved. We know how this works. All right. Today's theme is famous names. Okay. Is this either a famous name or a dog? Can I test your buzzer, please, Shagger? Famous. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sir Truculent. Sir Truculent. Uh, very nice music up there in the background. Very, very good. Question number, uh, one, number, one. number one. Marty Bird. Sir Truculent. Yes. Dog. Correct. 
you Marty were there the other day. One at Richmond. Mm. I sent a, a photo through to the WhatsApp group. Marty yeah. Bird, of course, the main character in the Netflix series Ozark. Uh, also a famous name, but a dog. So well done. Uh, one nil to you, Kenwado. Question two, Leighton Hewitt. Famous. Yep. Uh, famous. Correct. He's <laughs> a famous <laughs> name. He's a tennis player. Australian <laughs> tennis player. Kenny, do you know who Leighton Hewitt is? Yeah, he's an Australian tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> he was knocking in the world 90s, at one early point. 2000s. I remember yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. late yeah. 90s. Yeah, he won Australian. We've had a South Australian on the show today yeah. as well. Yeah, so. yeah. well, that's why I did it. Yeah. Not quite. Don't know if he'd hold up against all. Question three. Homer Simpson. Famous. Yep. Uh, I think dog. Really? Yeah, I think there was a dog called Homer Simpson. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. 1991. Yeah. Homer Simpson was the name of a dog. 2-1 to Shagger. Question four, Jerry Springer. Famous. Yep. And I think there was a dog called Jerry no, Springer. No, there was not a dog called Jerry Springer. There was not. I no. forgot what my buzzer was there. <laughs> it wasn't working. I, mm, I might just go to the judge on Jerry Springer. I <laughs> 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 didn't look it up. <laughs> I think I might have stuffed that up. Anyway, we'll go to question four because uh, we'll go to question five. John Howard. Sir Truculent. Yep. I'm going to go with famous, even though I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're Every correct. other Australian. Really? Um, <laughs> I think it's like a politician or something. He's a minister. former prime minister of Australia, famous for his. Uh, wa- he used to walk around in his um, in his Wallabies tracksuit. That's great. Fella, yeah. um, you know what? Just for the sake of time. I'm going to call it a tie. That's poorly adjudicated by myself. I th- I'm actually... Uh, Jerry Springer was a dog. Was a dog? Way. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I stuffed it up and written down name when I realised it was a dog. Well, uh, that's um, the eggs on my face are there poorly for dog food. Okay, um, show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right, boys, uh, I'll kick us off. Um, the Meadows, race three, number five, Fabriola Zad. At five bucks to roll, catch the thief. There's my show me the money selection. I'm going to go with Cannington race one, box three, Malfetta Dawn. Should be around the $6 mark. Like it. I'm going to multi up a few here mm-hmm. at the Meadows. So uh, that'll be Tigalong Tonk, race six, number four. Hardstyle Rico, race nine, number three, and uh, both to win. And then Bronski beat to place, race seven, number four. I like that. He doesn't like getting them wrong. He just needs to get it over the $5 mark. Just That's repeating. Yeah, up to about 5.30, I think. Repeating Gunner's tip for Show Me The Money. Uh, the Meadows, race five, number two. Easy choice. Um, and the non-chasers multi. Uh, Gunner's selection was uh, the Meadows, race 12, number four. Captain Jake. Mine will be the Meadows race five. He shall power to place. Um, I like Wally's confidence earlier. I'm going to go with Sir Truculent. Oh, like it. And I'm going to go Aston Stealth race six, number one to place. Fantastic. 350 we'll give for that. Um, yeah. Goodbye, you oh. again. <laughs> 350 for uh, that. Thank and they don't lose often, so we're, we lost last week, so we're absolutely yeah. due one. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are due for this one. You know where to find it. Search Non-Chasers Multi in the Sports Bet app. Gentlemen, remember, please, on the iTunes store, leave a nice review. And the Sports Bet Beanie may well be coming your way. Um, it's very easy to do, and it doesn't take that much time. I'll tell you what else doesn't take much time. Gambling responsibly as well. You know, And the safest place for the money is in your back pocket. If you do feel like you're chasing your losses, just have a stop um, and come back another time. Boys, thank you very much. 
Cheers. Always Thank a you. pleasure. Like, listen, subscribe to the other podcasts, and we'll see you next time. See ya.